It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent, straight from Paris, French. I said that just in case, first time you're joining the show, you know where I'm from, France. And by the way, I'm a proud American citizen, but the accent is still there. Nothing I can do about this. One thing we can all do about something else is joie de vivre. So, have you been to my website, therendezvousshow.com? Because I posted a few videos, and we post videos of me and my uh, fabulous producer, Jill, who sometimes, because she's very hardworking and you know very Americanized, because she's American, of course, so she loves to work hard. And me, I love to work hard and play hard with a lot of joie de vivre. And so if you want to know more about you know what she thinks and what I think about what's the right balance in life of joie de vivre and hard work, check it out, therendezvousshow.com. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, don't hesitate. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paige. Hi, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Uh, I've been on, a d- on dates uh, with this one gentleman about like half a dozen times. And things are going well. And, um, you know, we've held hands and stuff like that. But we haven't quite gotten to sort of anything else. Um, and anytime things have gotten a little bit romantic, um, something has either happened, somebody has interrupted us, or just the moment has been ruined. And now it feels really awkward to make a move with him. So I'm not sure what to do next. So something has happened every time. So I mean, how can yeah. like something awkward, something from him, from you, just like, what yes. Well, one time we were in this restaurant. It was we were sort of in kind of a booth in the corner. Um, he's we were holding hands across the table. It seemed like he was coming in for a kiss, and just as the waiter dropped the bill off, for example. Oh. Um, yeah, and we both kind of laughed because we we acknowledged how awkward it was. But then there was no move after that. Like it's kind of like neither one of us wanted to try again. So, do you feel like the universe is is not on your side, guys? Would you feel okay. like? Right. <laughs> Is the universe just sending signals after signals that you guys should not get closer? Oh, no. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think that's okay. what it is? That the universe no, is telling us? I, <laughs> I, I mean, Paige, because I believe sometimes the universe sends us a signal, but uh, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. I, I hope not. The thing is, no. uh, it, it's, you said seven times? That it's happened. How many times it has happened? Uh, yeah, like six or seven times. Well, uh, we've only sort of attempted to get closer maybe like four times. Okay. I think, Paige, that it's worth giving another chance. And mm. uh, next time you hold hands, I mean, just get a little closer. I mean, I'm a guy. I know signals, right? When when you hold hands and the, the woman is caressing softly your hands too and you caress it back, I mean, that's the prelude before the kiss, the smoochie-doochie. And therefore, okay. <laughs> right? So I think you could do the same thing. And now, if the car breaks down, if there is a lightning storm or... Take it from the universe. Don't do it again. Last time, right? Okay. One more chance. <laughs> all or nothing. All right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm excited and I hope the universe says yes to Paige and her new man. All right, Paige. Thank you so much for calling and good luck to you. Thank you, Simon. You know what? I got a question. Do you remember your first French kiss? Where it was? How it was? And what impression it left? Let's talk about that next. Do you remember your first ever French kiss? Who it was, where it was, how it was. Because we all have this memory where we meet somebody, we get the butterfly, 
We've never kissed anybody before. We've heard, we watched movies. We don't know how. And I believe it's one of the most intimate and romantic moments of our life. The first time we have the sweetness of a first French kiss. And I want to pay respect to my first girlfriend and tell you the story of my own first French kiss back in Paris, back in the days. That kiss and that story is coming up next. If someone would ask you, do you remember your first ever French kiss? Who it was, where it was, and how it was. Mine, I was very fortunate. I fell in love with Christabel when I was both 13. And uh, after many months of me trying to charm her, it worked. We went to the movie theater in Paris by ourselves on a Wednesday afternoon because there is no class on Wednesday. And before the movie started, my, my, I think my heart was ex already to explode. We were holding hands. I said, est-ce que je peux t'embrasser? Can I kiss you? And then she said, oui, yes. And it's the first time ever, and what a miracle in my life, that I had a first French kiss. And after that, I wanted to French kiss her all the time. That's all we did all the time. But it's just one of those things that when you think about it, you're so glad. It's just once, what a romantic moment. It's just French kiss is all about romance. Nothing else, romance. Anyway, I'm going to put a poll on my social media at Rendezvous about your first French kiss, good or not good. We're going to do something funny and you can go vote at the rendezvous show.com. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Call the rendezvous with your question about your relationship. Minka, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Minka. How can I help you this evening? Um, I have been having this weird problem with my boyfriend where whenever we go out uh, and, and have a date night out or a night out on the town with our friends and he has a couple of drinks, uh, he wants to start smoking cigarettes. Like he finds someone to bum a cigarette off of. Oh. Um, and I don't like it. I don't want to kiss him when he's all smoky. It kind of aggravates me. And he's commented when he hasn't had a few drinks that those cigarettes really do smell bad. Like, ugh, that, that's kind of gross. But then as soon as he gets a couple of whiskeys in him, he wants to have a cigarette again. And I'm just, I'm not sure what to do. And I'm not sure how to bring it up to him and be like, hey, this is bugging me. Why not say it like that? Hey, it's bugging me. That has to stop. Why, why not just be honest and direct? He, he understands, but, but he's like, but I just want to just this one time. And it's always just this one time. Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask you a tough question. But uh, Minka, let's say that he got drunk and every time he got drunk, uh, he disrespected you, insulted you, speak badly to you. Uh, but of course, when he was not drunk, he would apologize. And oh, I'm so sorry. There was this one time. How long do you think he would take the disrespect for? Not long at all. <laughs> okay, I get it. So now, don't you think that it's a passive-aggressive move to somebody that you're dating to do that more than one time, and he's done it a few times already? Yeah, that makes sense. So the question is, Minka, you've got to give him a choice. The whiskey or dating you? Because the whiskey is the trigger with the alcohol. He loses his, his mind and then he senses and starts smoking like a chimney, and of course you're disgusted. So I would be very honest. I would say, listen, uh, this is what you do every single time, so I don't want to ask you to do anything you don't want to do, but I cannot go out with somebody who is passive-aggressive towards me, and every time you drink and smoke, it's just disgusting. Therefore, you're going to have to choose. Do you want to drink when we go out and smoke, but it's not going to be with me, or... 
would just go out together, no drinking, no smoking, but some wonderful romance and joy of life, if you get my drift. All right. right? It's, it and, sounds like a hard question, but... I mean, it it's, if you want to be respected, you've got to be able to ask hard questions. Yeah. So if it bothers you, it has to stop. Okay. All right, Mika. Good luck to you. Hope he stops the smoking and the drinking and you guys can have a wonderful evening. That's so much more important and healthy than drinking and okay. smoking for sure. Yes. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome and have a good night. You too. Well, now I got to go to that Instagram DM because somebody is having a little trouble with somebody's ex. Stay with me. I'm going to help that person coming up. If you have a worry in your relationship or a question and you can't call me, you can always send me your question like on Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what exactly is going on with Malia right now? Malia says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Malia. My boyfriend keeps bringing up his ex and comparing me to her. Like, for example, earlier tonight we went to a concert and he was like, I'm so glad you like this kind of music. My ex hated it. He makes little comments like that all the time and I never know how to react. And it's kind of annoying. Why is he doing this? And that's a good question. Why does a partner or a new partner still talk about his ex? I'll tell you that coming up next. Why do you think somebody you go out with still comparing you or talking about his ex. Why? So Malia just sent me that exact question, you know, wondering about why her boyfriend does that all the time, you know, comparing, comparing. Here's why. Because Malia, you new boyfriend, has still his ex on his mind. That's the truth. It's not against you. But if it fades away gradually, that's good and healthy. If, on the other side, it stays the same, then he's not ready to date you. And I think you should... Um, Take a time out and you should go with somebody who wants to talk about you, think about you, and not compare you to anybody else. So give him a little more time, maybe no more than four or five weeks. After that, if the comparison doesn't end, then I say move on. Okay? Thanks again for the question. That's what I'm here for. And if you have one and want to talk to me right now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship... 855-905-8255. Call de rendez-vous. Bonjour, Elisa. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendez-vous. How can I help you tonight? Yes, I'm struggling right now. I'm dating this guy. I really like him. He's so sweet, but he's really into puppets. And he's not even that good at it. And he asked me to be a guest on his uh, hand puppet show, but... It's not like a real show. It's just like this his YouTube channel, and it only gets seven views. And I know I should do it, but I really don't want to. And I don't like him, and I do, well, no, I like him. Well, I don't like that he's into puppets, but he's super nice and he likes me. What should I do? So, this puppet thing, I, what's up with that? That I, I ask myself that question uh, <laughs> every time I see him. Yeah, I mean, that, I've heard many, many questions. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Okay, uh, put aside the puppet show. How much do you like this guy? I don't know. He's nice. He really is nice. He's good to me. The only thing is that I don't respect him due to the puppets. Yeah, so uh, you don't really like him. He's nice, he's this, but well, if you don't... Too, oh, he's so nice to me. Oh, well, listen, but... nice is, is nice, but nice is not attraction. 
No, sometimes I'm attracted to him, but he just has this passion for puppets, and I don't. Well, that, that, that's deal breaker. I mean, you got to ask Elisa yourself, why would I want to talk about puppets all day long with my boyfriend instead of other things that we could both mutually be interested in? And so, A, you can explain that to him very nicely after a good meal so he's not grumpy. Mm-hmm. Or, literally, you ask yourself and say, you know what? He's maybe nice and, and all of this, but truth is, I really don't want to talk about puppets. And therefore... I'm going to find a man where his lifestyle, his interest, his liking are the same than mine. Yeah, I guess they don't, I know. You don't respect him. Listen, the thing is, Elisa, I can't give you a break on this one. The minute you said to me, I don't respect him because of the puppets, you cannot go with somebody you don't respect. you got to go with somebody you admire. Ugh, I just wish he wasn't into puppets. Listen, I wish he was not either, but I cannot do anything more than what I said to you. You have to decide, do you want to be in the puppet show or do you want to be with somebody that you admire? Okay? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. All right, Elisa. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. So that leads to a question. How important is it for you to look up or admire your new partner? Let's talk about that next. I gotta ask you this. How important is it for you when you start dating somebody that you look up to them, you admire them, what they do, their personality, their honesty, their job, their ambition, their drive, their kindness? How important is it to look up to a partner for you? And actually, I am gonna post that question on my social media so you can also go vote there at the rendezvous show.com. So I cannot date a woman I don't look up to, I don't admire for many things in her life. I don't care possessions. I don't care things that are just like that. I care about character, heart, ambition, and love life. That's so huge for me. So I want to talk about that because can you date somebody you don't admire? Trust me, I've tried and I have a story to prove it that it doesn't work. And my story is next. So I'm just wondering, you know, would you go out with somebody that you like, but you don't admire, you don't look up to them? Do you think you could really be turned on by somebody you don't really respect? And like my last caller said, Lisa, just I don't respect him because he's just the guy was in puppets and stuff. So sometimes, and I'm guilty of that, you find somebody very charming, very appealing, very, you know, you want ooh la la and all that. And what happens? You disregard the fact that maybe you don't look up to the person, but you like them. You enjoy your time with them, and it always comes back and hunts you and beats you in your derriere. Always. If you don't admire, in some ways, your partner, for whatever that is, at one point, you're going to be mean and disrespectful to them. And I made that mistake. So now I know, no matter how appealing the person is or charming, if I don't say in my, in my heart, in my soul, I look up to them for this quality, I'm really not going for it anymore. I've learned. So don't do like I did. Do better than me. Always try to date somebody you look up to. It's such a turn on, at least for me. You calls are next. You know I love romance. You know all your love stories, they inspire me. So share it with me, please. And call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour, René. Bonjour. Bonjour, René. I know you have a love story to share. 
Yes, I do. And I know you love love stories. So um, when my husband proposed to me, he, we went up to Niagara Falls because I had said I'd never been to Niagara Falls. I always wanted to see it. But I did put two and two together. That's what was happening. So during the trip, it was a freezing trip, and we ended up going out to the Niagara Falls, and then we went back to our hotel room, and I noticed that there was a book underneath um, like the closet area, and mm-hmm. he gave it to me, and I opened it up, and it was all the pictures of everything we've been doing together for the past four years, and I slowly started to realize what was happening. I started shaking, and it turned out he had gone into, because we didn't live together, he had been going into my my apartment at night, and he had been taking pictures off my um, my computer, and he had been uploading it and making a book. That way, when he proposed, he had the book, and at the very end, he got down on one knee, and on Mm -hmm. the actual last page of the book, he was down on one knee, and he asked me to marry him. Wow. I said yes. Well, yeah, you said yes. (laughs) Wow. That's beautiful. I mean, this is a precious book to have, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. Every story is unique, and I really appreciate that you calling me tonight and sharing that story, how he proposed. It just inspires me. So thank you so much, and have a good night. Good night. I got one last question for you tonight. Would you still date someone who still lived with their ex? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Last question for you tonight. Would you still date someone who still lived with their ex? Would you? Uh, I actually posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And here are the results. It's very interesting. 88% of you said, no, I would not. I would dump the person. And 12% would say, no, I would still date someone who still lives with their ex. And I would still date the person if they live with the ex for a little bit and give them a chance to evolve and leave the ex and either move in with me or live on their own. So I don't think I would be that radical, but that's just me. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and checking out my social media. Everything is on my website, therendezvousshow.com. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. You made my night. So thank you et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.